Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. As we bring you season 13 of Album for the Day, we come to you after one year of episodes... We did not have an episode on June the 30th of last year, but mm-hmm. every other day we did. So, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I think that we've, we've definitely got a hold of something and knowledge is power. And uh, I have filled my cup this year. <laughs> so we're bringing you uh, a second edition of uh, what we consider our Choice cuts, greatest hits, uh, our favorite episodes after one year. After the entire year, going back and looking at everything that we've done, it was really kind of cool um, learning about a lot of different genres of music, people I wouldn't normally listen to, um, albums I wouldn't normally listen to, you know, and it, it, it was just, it was really cool to go through that list. It was and, an easy way to step outside the box a mm-hmm. little bit. Yeah. And uh, I... I really enjoyed uh, every every episode, man. Yeah. Won't say I enjoyed every album. I, I think we established not. that. <laughs> I definitely did not. But these are, again, not necessarily what we would consider the greatest albums that we covered in a year, but our favorite episodes. So enjoy. And June the 22nd, we go back to the self-titled month because mm-hmm. February the 7th, we did Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm which we discussed is essentially a Dave Grohl record. It is. And, um, and they have, I mean, there's a touring band that he (coughs) became the Foo Fighters after he recorded this album. Um, and, and he went through like one unsuccessful incarnation, um, with a few different people mm -hmm. who are no longer there Mm -hmm. until the long tenured, uh, what you, we all know as the Foo Fighters. Yeah, Scott Shiflett, Pat Smear, yeah. Taylor Hawkins. Um, rest in peace, man. Yeah, that was a that was a hard one. That was a that was a tough pill to swallow. And uh, yeah, I hope you know friends, family, all that, the Foo Fighter community. Um, you know, I think it'll be very interesting to see because I don't know that the band necessarily had what I would call a very ironclad identity Mm -hmm. uh, until this incarnation. So I'll be very interested to see. I'm not by any stretch saying that they should not continue. Mm -hmm. It'll be very interesting to see who gets in there. Yeah. No, and I think it's going to be a difficult – it'll be challenging for anybody, especially for those performers, to get back up there with somebody different. Um, Um. I hope they do, but I will completely understand if it's five, ten years, whatever it takes. The energy heal, that it's, they do yeah. live, yeah, um, but it's, it's, that's going to be hard yeah. to match with somebody different yeah. because the chemistry is so palpable. Yeah. And the, the music is a great healer, as Dave Grohl knows, um, and I think that's what this album was all about for him. With 
This album was healing from Kurt. Yeah. And then, you know, we may get another kind of solo thing in the future. We don't know. Time will tell. Um, And I hope Dave Grohl knows that everyone is there supporting him as well. And everybody, Pat Pat Smear, the whole band, everybody's there to support you because, you know, you guys lost a brother and we lost an extremely talented musician. Um, And you guys have been there for us over the years, mm -hmm. so... Yeah. I, I feel like, you know, that, that everyone is going to support everyone oh. here. Oh yeah. And you know, the Foo Fighters, one of the, one of the biggest and greatest bands, um, in modern rock. Um, and you know, I, I hope, I hope, I hope we, we get more, um, quality music out of these guys. Cause I know it's in there. You know um, what though, Jay? Mm-hmm. Big you to talk about it. <laughs> Big me. I would say it's true. <laughs> I'm ready to fly. <laughs> Album for the day, February the 7th, is Foo Fighters. And this is just, I mean, this is a great album that it was released on the 4th of July, which mm. is always a great start. Um, of 1995 on Roswell and Capitol Records. It is the first album from the Foo Fighters, and it was recorded in October of 1994 at Robert Lang Studio in Seattle and was produced by Dave Grohl and Barrett Jones. Yeah, this is a... I mean, Dave Grohl, he wrote and recorded this album by himself, basically. Um... The Foo Fighters was just something that he wanted to kind of label it as so that people didn't know it was the drummer for Nirvana, his new project that he's very shy about, Please, basically. don't put a sticker on the yeah. CD. Yeah, that says, you know, oh, he's been writing songs for years, but he's in a band with Kurt Cobain, so probably not going to get money, many of those made, basically. Sorry, George Harrison. Yeah, right? Um and but yeah, they he made a bunch of recordings and he gave copies of his tapes of the sessions to his friends. And as things get passed around as they do in what is really a small community out there. Yep. Um people record it. labels were like what, is, what is this? Yeah, tell me more. So he signed with Capitol and got a whole band to do the songs live. Yep. But as Jay mentioned, Dave did the album yeah. himself. Yeah, he kind of did it himself in a response to Kurt Cobain's. Um, he he got you know obviously this is one of his band. This is his bandmate, his band leader. He got depressed and didn't know if he he thought he would quit music, um, or so he he has said this. Uh, he wasn't sure what he was going to do. He got very kind of depressed, um, and he wasn't sure what his next move would be. So, uh, naturally, after a little while time, um, which heals a lot of wounds, um, put him back in the music, thank God. Um, and, you know, he went in the studio and was just like, you know what? I'm going to just start playing and see. I'm going to, you know, in his words, I'm going to fuck around. Um, and, you know, and this is this album is what his mind created. Um, and I think it's absolutely a wonderful form of 
a healing for him, you know, of how he, how he was able to get over that kind of thing uh, and be able to get back and make great music and making this by himself. I mean, he played every instrument and all that. It's just, it's remarkable. One interesting little Easter egg is while Dave Grohl and Barrett Jones were recording this, uh, Tom Petty invited Dave Grohl yeah. to perform with the Heartbreakers on Saturday Night Live a month later. And the performance led to an invitation to be a full-time member of the Heartbreakers. But once Tom Petty heard about the Foo Fighters, he encouraged Dave to move ahead with that project. Which, wow, Tom Petty. Wow. Once again, you prove that you're an absolute legend. Beast, man. Unbelievable. monster of creativity and intuition. Yeah. Intuition. So how Dave Grohl came up with the Foo Fighters name, um, the Foo Fighters is uh, what World War II aircraft pilots referenced UFOs as. Um, And the whole theme of UFOs became a thing because he was on Roswell Records. Um, And his wife at the time, Jennifer Youngblood, uh, she was the photographer who shot the album cover. Um, and the photo is of a uh, Buck Rogers XZ 38 disintegrator pistol is what the f- actual thing is. That's on the front. I love that. Uh, and so it kept kind of a theme of, uh, space and alienation and alien, whatever. Um, uh, and you know, Dave got some crap, um, about putting a gun on his cover and you know, he didn't even, you know, whatever, whatever. It's a cartoon gun, you jackass. Yeah. That's the whole thing, Give you know, break, but yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I'll stick around. Um, was actually the first music video for the Foo Fighters. And, um, it kind of led to the tour and, um, uh, I wasn't aware that they toured Europe with built to spill. Oh, built to spill. And, um, they visited Japan, Australia, and New Zealand. But uh, the Foo Fighters performed nearly 100 concerts wow. throughout 1995 and over 70 dates the following year. So this this definitely exploded. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't think For All the Cows was single-worthy, but clearly it was one. Yeah. Um, Big Me was the first song made for purchase in the u.s i know this is a call hit the radio first but big me was the first one you could get as a single um the video for big me you remember that one oh yeah i remember all those mentos commercials just being (laughs) fantastic and i was like oh dave you funny guy yeah he's one of the he's one of the absolute best people in rock and roll today still the, the this i think was the turning point and what made him become the icon that he is is being able to you know separate himself as the drummer for nirvana and the guy in the foo fighters where you know he's funny and he's relatable and he's kind which is a big thing um he's approachable almost you know i'd go so far as to say nobody really got a vibe of kindness from Nirvana yeah. at any point. Yeah. And now And I think that that was I think that was sad for Dave because he didn't have an outlet for that. Mm-hmm. He had to be this 
this badass, mm-hmm. um, you know, heartless, heartbroken. I think that's a stretch. I think what it was, like, Nirvana was such a force and almost a, almost a destructive, self-destructive force that when he broke away from it, well, unintentionally, really. Well, he realized. It, uh, yeah, it, he realized the joy. What he had been missing. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. And I think I'm, that's what we see now. And I'm very, I'm very glad that, that Dave Grohl is around. I'm very glad that he is the, uh, you know, that the Foo Fighters are here and it's an outlet for him. Um, and, uh, yeah. And this I think, was a great start for him. Yeah. I love how, you know, as Jay said, the man is filled with kindness. I think probably my favorite thing as a musician that started when I was a kid um, is how kind and generous Dave is to young musicians. Oh, yeah. Well, I what mean, was the story that there's the, the girl that went viral and they had the, drum, the drum off? Yeah. That's so awesome. But they also bring a kid up like On every stinking show yeah. and give him a guitar. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's just... That's yeah. the stuff legends yeah. are made of. Well, and it's also they make fans for life. Like you're that kid's never going to forget it. They're going to be in rock and roll forever. They're going to play that guitar until their fingers bleed. You know what I mean? It's great. It's fantastic, and I love it. Um. Anyways, uh, album for the day today, February seventh, is the Foo Fighters. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at album the number four of the day. Give us a follow, subscribe wherever you listen to us, and feel free to shoot us a request at albumfortheday at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we will see you tomorrow. Dave Grohl's my hero. (laughs) Watch him as he plays. (laughs) Turn into a cat. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. After starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit Add to Queue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woohoo!